Hey everyone, I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes in for our political director David Chalian. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, December 16th. No drama, no gridlock, no government shutdown this week. It's a win for the American people. Lawmakers begin the real work before they go home for the holidays and before Republicans take the House in January. The Senate passed a stopgap bill last night to prevent a government shutdown, 71 to 19. Lawmakers had to pass a one-week continuing resolution before midnight today, when funding was set to expire. Here's Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer again. A one-week CR will give us more time so we can keep working. I want to thank my colleagues on both sides of the aisle for their great cooperation. Next week, hopefully, we'll finish the job, passing a package that will keep the government fully funded into next fall. President Joe Biden signed this bill earlier today. The House and Senate now have until next Friday, December 23rd, to write and pass a sweeping omnibus spending bill. And that's no easy feat. Democrats and Republicans haven't been able to agree on what the government should fund in this bill for a while now. So the pressure is on. Negotiators in the House and Senate Appropriations Committees said Tuesday a framework has been reached, so lawmakers are now working on putting pen to paper. We don't have many specifics from negotiators on what's included in this bill. The top Republican in the Senate Appropriations Committee said that the top line is around $1.7 trillion, but that's all the info he gave. There's an intense debate between both parties over how much money non-defense domestic priorities should get. Republicans argue Democrats' recent spending bills on pandemic relief and health care and climate are wasteful and inflationary. Democrats obviously disagree. So there are bipartisan talks going on, but Democrats are especially motivated to get this done ASAP. Punting these talks to early next year would mean they'd need to loop in House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, who would likely give Democrats a much harder time. You just had an election where we changed the course where the House is now going to be controlled by Republicans. You have Democrats who controlled all and didn't do their job are now going to try to jam us right before Christmas. A bill that funds the entire government, that we don't have any input in and others. It wouldn't have anything to do with being speaker. It has to do with the American public and what the future of America is going to be when it comes to fiscal resources. McCarthy and his caucus have been absent from these negotiations, but House Republicans have been keeping busy trying to secure the next speaker. As we've talked a lot about, Kevin McCarthy has a long way to go to secure the gavel. He's been trying to keep his right flank happy so he can secure the votes he needs. McCarthy can only afford to lose four Republicans. And he said today on Hugh Hewitt's radio show that five conservative hardliners haven't budged. McCarthy warns that if they don't bend, it would jeopardize the GOP's productivity in the chamber. And the difficulty here is that, um, you know, we're the only Republican entity stopping the Biden administration, but we're also going to be the only ones that can move forward. But it would delay everything, getting committees up and running, being able to uh, do the things that, you know, we need to get done from the very beginning. If McCarthy doesn't get 218 votes on January 3rd, the House will keep voting until someone gets the votes, something that hasn't happened since 1923. While this family feud plays out, the White House is looking for opportunities to work with the GOP-led House in the face of a sharply divided Congress. White House officials have identified two key groups as potential partners, moderate Republicans who have previously worked across party lines and the incoming class of freshman Republicans who flipped districts that Biden won in the 2020 election. 
These lawmakers will be key to any White House efforts to secure bipartisan wins and to scuttle Republican bills in the House. However, the White House is also preparing for the possibility of high-stakes standoffs and outright warfare over government spending and the looming debt ceiling deadline. President Biden said after the midterms, he'll do what he's done throughout his career. I'm prepared to work with my Republican colleagues. The American people have made clear, I think, that they expect Republicans to be prepared to work with me as well. Another thing lawmakers checked off their lame duck to-do list yesterday was passing a bill that authorizes $858 billion in national defense spending. It also gets rid of the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for people in the military. Democrats were not happy about including this, but they realized it was the only way to get the must-pass bill across the finish line. Most of the bill's funding goes towards the Department of Defense. It also authorizes a 4.6% pay raise for military service members and aims to bolster support for Ukraine and NATO. So what's left? We haven't talked about this yet this week, but lawmakers on both sides want to pass a bill that would close loopholes in the Electoral Count Act that brought the country to the brink on January 6, 2021. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said last night it will be included in the omnibus spending package. Nobody's going to get everything they want, but the final product will include wins everyone can get behind, including passing the Electoral Count Act, emergency aid for Ukraine, and funding for our kids, our veterans, our small businesses, and our military families. While President Biden and Congress try to end the year on a drama-free note, Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have made clear they want Biden to run for re-election. I hope that he does seek re-election. He's a person with a great vision for our country. He's done an excellent, excellent job. And he runs, I'm going to support him. If you're wondering why you heard some background noise, it's because CNN's Jamie Gangel interviewed them together for the first time at one of their favorite lunch spots on Capitol Hill. If you haven't already, listen to yesterday's episode for a deeper dive on where the 2024 race stands. But the Democratic leaders think former President Donald Trump will lose in 2024 if he ends up being the nominee. I don't think it'll happen. Okay. American people have gotten wise to it. Mm. Took I, a little while, yeah. but they did. I don't think that we should talk about him while we're eating. <laughs> See? <laughs> they also described battles with Trump while he was president, and Schumer shared why he thought Pelosi knew how to handle Trump. Because for her first, you know, 35, 40 years of life, she raised five children, mm-hmm. and she knew how to deal with children. And that's what helped her deal with Trump, because he ultimately was a child. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Abby Swanson is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterla. We'll be back Monday. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.